Hey dreamers, I'm your host Joe Pardo and this episode is special because it was recorded live at DreamCon 2017 right outside of Philadelphia. If you didn't make DreamCon for this year, make sure to keep track of updates for next year at dreamcon.us. My first recording from this conference was with Jason Nordoff and you can check out his episode from way back in episode 29. I hope you enjoy this follow-up episode. And you can get the DreamCon virtual ticket for only 10 bucks if you go to superjoepardo.com slash virtual. It includes every amazing inspirational talk that was given at DreamCon in a high-def video for one low price of $9.99. That's superjoepardo.com slash virtual. Check it out. Okay, uh, so... One of the other things that I wanted to do today and one of my goals with DreamCon was to do some follow-up interviews. So uh, I was, was wondering if everyone could give a hand to Jason Nordoff. So for those that don't know, Jason Nordoff was like very early on one of my first guests uh, on the Dreamers podcast. Uh, it turns out that Jason uh, did something that's super selfless. Uh, selfless is the right word, right? Not selfish. Self, yeah, so selfless, um, and donated his kid. Well, one of his kidneys. To not even a family member. Not a, like, how, I mean, how how incredible is that? Let's give it up just for, for donating a kidney. I mean, that's it's that's. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. It's a lot of work, right? It's it's not easy. Yeah, I mean uh, to. To go through that whole process for us was a, was a two-year process to get tested, to make sure we're a match, to make sure I could survive with only one kidney, to make sure I'm healthy enough. And um, it all worked out. And we got the surgery. It was January 14th, 2014. Uh, and I recovered at home for about five weeks before I went back to work. And since then, I've lived a perfectly normal, healthy life. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Um, all right. So when you were on the show, it was pro- it was probably back in it was probably back in 2014, not yeah. long after you had had the surgery. Right. Um, I don't even remember re- remember how we we reconnected. I know it was through Facebook. Cause I remember sitting on my neighbor's uh, porch getting messages about hanging out, but I don't remember even how we got there because Jason and I weren't like close friends or anything in high school, but we did go to high school together. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know how that happened. Anyway, since then, now if you haven't heard that show, and I should have looked up the number, so I feel bad that I didn't look up the number, but it really is like early on. If you just type in Jason into the search, you will find his episode. Um, So you have a lot of big news that's happened recently that you've been working with some organizations, and you're even an elected official now. Well, yeah, that's not not so important um, right now. uh, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. With that, that's not the attitude uh, that you should have as an elected official. Come on Let's let's, let's just – I just want to focus on on that kidney story. All right. Because that's that's the, the, the driving force. So one of the things that, that I've discussed um, is uh, a new purpose in life. So uh, a lot of people would do a great thing like donating a kidney and call it quits. I, actually, I, I know a couple of people who have donated a kidney, and they haven't done any advocacy work. They haven't done any uh, like kidney walks or anything like that. Um, but, but for me, uh, the, the donating my kidney has given me a new purpose. Uh, I've participated in, in fact, uh, tomorrow morning I'm doing my third uh, kidney walk for the National Kidney Foundation up in Mercer County. Um, 
Was, was that to raise money? Because I didn't yeah, get the we, notice. That, 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 yeah, that we. I, um, I didn't really money. go too active with that. I, uh, I do a block pool for the Super Bowl every year. Yes, and um, that I did. You, you did, did that. Versus, yeah. I didn't win anything. So but, uh, yeah. to touch on that real quick, uh, I started uh, three years ago doing the kidney walks and raising money through the, the block pool. Uh, the first year I struggled to sell all the blocks in one pool. Uh, second year I struggled again. This year... I, I had to do three. That's how excited people were to contribute. I raised, I think we raised six or seven hundred dollars, uh, which is tr- uh, tremendous. Um, but I, I want to say this: um, when I did your the interview for your podcast, um, I didn't think I did a very good job. Joe did a great job editing the, the podcast, uh, making me look as good as possible. Uh, but but and I'm very appreciative that you had me on the show because since then. I did uh, another another podcast, the Generosity uh, podcast. Um, yes, yes. Um, so did. that was good. Um, but since then, I've done an interview with um, People Magazine. I've done WebMD. Uh, the National Kidney Foundation had me up in their main office in New York, and this is actually this happened in December. This was this is just a random occurrence. I was able to go up to New York, and they did a public service announcement. Uh, multiple videos, uh, and it was for the Big Ask, Big Give. So the, the point of the video was, how do you, how do we as an organization, the National Kidney Foundation, uh, teach people how to ask for a kidney? One of the main reasons people don't get a kidney from a living donor is because they don't know how to ask. And something I like to, to bring into perspective is, if you're walking down the street and you need $20, do you have the courage to ask somebody for $20? Me, probably not. It would be difficult to do that. Now, imagine if you have a hard time asking for a stranger for $20, do you think you have the courage to ask somebody to ask for a body part? And it's extremely difficult. So so the video talks about that. And the second part of the video talks about the big give. How do you you come to the decision that you want to donate your kidney? Um, And for some people, it's very easy. Some people, it's very difficult. Um, because a lot of people are afraid to donate to someone they don't know uh, or someone who's not their family member or they want to save it just in case somebody they, they, they know uh, needs one later. So that was, that, was, that was great. That video was posted on Facebook. It had 600 uh, reactions, uh, about over 25,000 views, and a, and a bunch of different shares. And of all the videos they shot that day, mine had the, the greatest uh, reaction to it, and, and that, that meant a lot. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's pretty incredible. Um, and, and I can't say the same for my show, giving that much exposure, but, <laughs> well, no, well, but it's, it's not okay. The, it's not the it's exposure okay. so much that, that you helped me with, but you gave me the practice and the confidence right. um, because I, I realized, listen, and, and I've listened to my show uh, a few times, um, it, it's, I, I felt like my message was disorganized. And to be able to listen to my interview with you, I'm able to learn and how to get better and how to focus my story to make it more effective. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I totally, uh, I would totally agree. No, and I didn't mean exposure necessarily yeah, for you because uh, I yeah, know that yeah, that doesn't yeah, matter yeah. to you, but what does matter is exposure for sure. donating kidneys sure. is, as a whole is important. Um, and it's, yeah. And the, and the cool thing is, because of all the exposure, I mean, the the, the attention is nice. Being in, in on WebMD and all these other places all over Facebook uh, is nice. But that, I mean, I, the popularity for me doesn't doesn't mean so much. But what means so much to me is when my neighbor across the street comes over and says, "You know what? 
my husband donated his kidney, and, you know, now we have something in common. I'm at a wedding, and someone at my table says, oh, by the way, I donated my kidney. Where I go, actually, the first day I went back to work uh, after my surgery, one of my coworkers says, I need a kidney. Uh, I had one of my childhood friends reach out to me and say, my uncle is considering donating his kidney to someone in his church. Can you talk to him? So people are starting to see me as the kidney guy. And when, you, when you're known for something and, and you're respected for something, you have a, a greater effect. Because not that I'm an expert on anything, but I have the reputation that uh, people can trust what I say. Well, and I hope that they can because you're in um – a, a 911 dispatcher. Yes. So they can't trust what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, that's a, a pretty a pretty tough spot. Um, now, normally during these these uh, follow-ups, there aren't opportunities for other people to ask questions, but there are opportunities now because we have people here. Is there anybody who has a question? A question? All right, hold on one second. Sure. Um, I heard of a program that if you donate, you can donate a kidney, and then if in the future you need a kidney, you can get a kidney. It's like you bank a kidney or something. Right. So, um, so what happens is, not to cut you off, um, was there more to that question? I'm sorry. No. I, okay. just, I just wanted to add that because I just thought that that was a neat program because, like, our aunt donated a kidney to our uncle, so we're acutely aware of sure. organ donation. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Um, so what happens is um, there, there's no guarantee. If, uh, if I happen to need a kidney, there's no guarantee I'm going to get a kidney unless uh, I find a living donor myself. But if I have to go on to the transplant list and waiting for a, a cadaver or anything like that, I, uh, there's a point system. And because I'm a, a living donor, I would get some extra points to put me closer i wouldn't go to the top probably not but i would get a little bit closer okay uh any other questions oh laurie's got a question and i mentioned this last night but i just want to reiterate when i met you and heard your story it really shocked me that someone would give a body part for someone that's not like a close family member or something. And I was just so impressed and inspired. So just recently, I've, I, there was someone in our church, I don't even know who she is, but there was a notice that went out that she needed a bone marrow transplant and her family, no one matched. And so I, I wasn't a match, but I went and got tested and got on the registry and everything because of your story. That's so awesome. you really are inspiring people. That's awesome. And, and, and you deserve a lot of credit as well. And, um, I mean, that's special. And, and, I, I, and I relate specifically to the bone marrow because uh, my father-in-law is battling uh, pre-leukemia. And so he's in the process of getting a transplant uh, together. Um, so that's great. So one thing, one thing I want to point out, and I don't remember if I said this in the, in the interview with your show, but before I uh, was determined I was a match, seven people got tested uh, for my recipient, uh, and none of them matched. But they deserve as much credit as me because they were willing to take that step. And they made the decision that if they could, they would. 
So they, they deserve just as much credit as I do, and, and you deserve a lot of credit too, just making that first initial step. Because you may never donate, um, but you've made that decision, and you may or may not, but that deserves a lot of credit for will, taking will, this. Will step. they find you a match? Like, so if I was like, ah, I can give up a kidney tomorrow, it's, it's cool. Like, can, can I be like, I want to donate, and they'll find Sure. So, so what if they, I'm healthy enough, like sure. if I pass all the tests, obviously. So they have, they, there's a few different programs. They have what's called a, a paired, paired exchange. So let's just say, for example, uh, your wife needed a kidney, but you weren't a match. You could donate to Lori and somebody else could donate to your wife. So you don't, the other in. What you can do is, if you wanted to donate, you can contact a transplant center. Here in, in South Jersey, uh, you can go to Lady Lourdes uh, in Camden. You can go to University of Penn over in Philadelphia. Um, uh, I think Christiana over in Delaware. Uh, so there's three or four transplant centers close. So you can just call them up and say, hey, I'd like to donate. And they'll send you the paperwork, and they'll, they'll work with you, and they'll, they'll try to figure it out. Oh, awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right. Oh, Scott has – so one last question from Scott. There we go. First of all, much respect uh, for Thank giving you. as much as you've got given. So I'm a big advocate for charity work, giving back. I've done years of supporting different charities, so I love what you've done. And it's interesting because a lot of people who don't understand taking to the next uh, level like that and, and going to that level of purpose, um, some people try and say, oh, well, you're doing that because of you want to get a high off of that. There's some selfishness involved, et cetera. And it's taken me years to respond to that myself, and I'm wondering how you're going to respond to this because I was like, yeah, there is a little bit of selfishness in that. If that means that you're living a better, more fuller life to me, okay, then I'm going to keep on doing charity work, and I'm going to feel good helping other people feel good. So I'm just wondering how, if you've ever had anybody bring that up to you and yeah. how you've built your own response. So uh, as far as when it comes to my advocacy for organ donation uh, and, and fighting kidney disease, I haven't really faced that question so much. But what I, what I do is for, for the last 18 years since I was 12 years old, uh, every summer I've gone to Kentucky uh, with, the, with the church and um, – uh, it's like kind of like a Habitat for Humanity thing. Uh, it's Redbird Mission. Uh, in fact, I'm going the third week of July this year as well. And the purpose is to help. It's one of the. Th it's Clay County, I think, is is where it's based out of. And the the three counties right there are consistently with three of the poorest counties in the country. Um, so um, so we go. The purpose is to help others. And I keep going back. And you think that you know maybe I should stop. Maybe I should worry about my own self. Maybe I should make room for other people so they can get to enjoy this. And I remember one year uh, early on, I, I was speaking in front of the church after we got back, and I said, I don't want any of you else to sign up because I want to keep going. Um, and, yes, there is definitely a selfish aspect to it. And, and it's uh, not many people want to take a vacation in the summer to go into on a roof in 100-degree weather. Um, so there is a little bit of sacrifice, but I get so much out of it whether it's spiritually, whether it's knowing I'm helping people. The good thing about going down there is uh, I've been going for so long, I'm friends with the members of the community. I'm friends with the people who work at the camp all year long. All year long. So it, it's like family to me. Um, so, so, yeah, there is a sense of selfishness. But 
but I'm not doing it for the popularity. I'm not doing it because people might see me on the internet. I mean, it's cool, but to know that I've had a real effect on people, like people like Lori, um, and people can say that is the person that that inspired me to do that. That's what makes that's what makes me going. So, let's give it up for Jason. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Jason. It's great following up after like three years. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dreamers Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dreamers Podcast. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dreamers Podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Dreamers Podcast, please send an email to j at jpar.co. This podcast is copyright 2014 by jpar.co.